Welcome to the Dr. Wyatt Show podcast for developing a long-lasting, happy relationship is the status symbol to achieve. And following my six marriage steps is a path to help get you there. I'm your host, Dr. Wyatt Fisher, a licensed psychologist specializing in marriage counseling. Remember, you can contact me on the Dr. Wyatt Show podcast Monday through Thursday from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Mountain Standard Time with your marriage questions. You can reach me at 720-307-7347. Couple announcements before I jump in today. One announcement is the marriage retreat, Total Marriage Refresh, is happening at several different cities this weekend, the next weekend, next month. If you're interested in attending and if you've never been to my Total Marriage Refresh conference, be sure to go to my website and check it out. Go to my website, click on Marriage Retreats, and you'll see the list of the cities and the dates. Now, I only provide the conference in Colorado because that's where I live, but I've trained coach leaders to replicate the conference for me in other cities throughout the U.S. So you'll get the same curriculum, the same tools, just from a different teacher, but I've trained them and I supervise them. So if your marriage could use a refresh, be sure to check it out. The other announcement I wanted to say is I'm currently hiring for new coach leaders. I still have about 10 cities across the US that I wanna cover with the conference, but I need more coach leaders. So if you're interested in leading the conference for me and providing relationship coaching after the conference, I'll train you and I supervise you on how to provide that. It's 12 weeks of training. If you're interested, Google Fisher Formula Training. Fisher Formula Training. You'll see the page that goes through the training process, what's required, the application process, and you'll see a list of the cities where I still need coach leaders. So be sure to check that out, and if that's of interest to you, and if you live within 30 miles of one of those cities where I still need a coach leader, be sure to email me, and we can start the application process. So a review came in. I always appreciate your reviews, and I always like to share the reviews because I really appreciate them, and every time I get a review, not only does it energize me to keep going and keep providing this service, this podcast, but it also tells the search engines that this podcast is helping people because it got a good review. So the search engines raise the ranking of the podcast, which makes more people find it. So every time you leave a review, you are helping more people find the podcast. So thank you so much when you spend time submitting a review. So here's one that came in. I love how it distills a few actionable points into a quick episode. Very helpful. And that was from Sanford1763. So if you're listening, Sanford, thank you very much. I really appreciate that feedback. And if you've never left me a review of the podcast, be sure to do so today. It takes about 30 seconds, but it's very appreciated. Today I'm gonna to talk about four ways to resolve the standoff. What's the classic standoff in a marriage? The classic standoff is the low libido partner doesn't have their emotional needs met, so they're shut down sexually, and the high libido partner doesn't have their sexual needs met, so they shut off emotionally. It's a standoff. And then the question becomes, who's gonna go first? For the high libido partners, they can think, well, you need to go first by being sexual with me, and then I'll be open to the emotional closeness, and the low libido partner thinks, well, you need to first meet my needs emotionally and then I'll be open to the sexual connection. 
That's the standoff. Here we are, both partners waiting for the other person to meet their needs first before they'll take a step forward. It's the classic standoff. Most marriages have a high libido partner and a low libido partner, so they get stuck in this standoff. Who's gonna go first? You're not meeting my needs, so I'm not gonna meet your needs. A spirit of scarcity takes over. So here's four things to consider to resolve the standoff. The first thing is recognize the standoff. Do you recognize this in your marriage? Do you recognize that you're probably waiting for your partner to meet your needs before you're willing to meet their needs? Are you the high libido partner or are you the low libido partner? Most likely you are in a standoff and think about it in terms of standoff. Are you sitting there thinking as a low libido partner, I'm not gonna meet your sexual needs until you meet my emotional needs? Or as a high libido partner, are you sitting there thinking, I'm not gonna meet your emotional needs until you meet my sexual needs. Recognize the standoff. Think of it in that language. Frame it from that perspective because it will explain to you what's happening, why there's problems, why you're both waiting for the other person to take the first step. So the first step is recognize the standoff in your marriage. The second step is don't be passive. Don't be passive. Stop waiting for your partner to take that first step. You take the first step. Ideally, both of you are taking the first steps. And I get asked this with couples that I work with in my practice. They'll say, you know, they won't do this because I'm not meeting their needs, but I don't wanna do this for them because they're not meeting my needs. So who should go first? And I'll say, both of you go first. Both of you take steps. Both of you sacrificially start to serve. Not to the degree where you're bending over backwards and it feels unsustainable, but there's a lot of little steps you each can be taking to start meeting your partner's needs before yours are, meet, are met. And that creates a spirit of generosity. And it creates a synergy of a win-win. So that's number two, is don't be passive. Stop waiting for your partner to make the first move. Stop waiting for them to take that initiative. Stop waiting for them to do everything right before you take that first step in meeting their needs. Stop waiting. Be active. You be proactive. Don't just wait and be passive. The third thing to consider to eliminate the standoff is convert your language. If you are a high libido partner, your energy towards your spouse is sexual because that's how you experience love. I'm a high libido partner. And so I think in terms of sexual connection with my wife. That's how I, I receive love is through that sexual closeness. That's one of the most profound ways for me to feel close and wanted and secure and desirable in our relationship and satisfied and loved is through the sexual connection. So if I'm feeling sexual, I need to convert that impulse into my wife's language. She's low libido. So her primary language is through emotional closeness and affection and tenderness and words of affirmation. And so if I'm a high libido partner, I need to not go up to my spouse, my wife, and start groping her or start squeezing her privates. She's not gonna like that. She's gonna feel like I'm treating her like a piece of meat. 
even though that's not my heart. That's just how I experience love. But I need to convert my impulses into her language. So that means I need to convert my sexual energy into the language that she'll receive and that she desires, which is the emotional closeness. So instead of coming up to her and squeezing her rear end, I need to whisper into her ear, I love you so much. Or instead of coming up to her and grabbing some of her body in a sexual way, I need to hold her close and give her a compliment. You are the best mom. So I'm converting my sexual energy into her language. It's just like Google Translator. If you want to convert English into Spanish, you put in the English sentence and you click Google Translator and it'll tell you how to say it in Spanish. That's what you need to do in your marriage. Your energy, your your impulse, you need to convert it into your partner's language. So if you're high libido, you convert it into emotional closeness language so your low libido partner can hear it. If you're low libido, you do the opposite. If you're low libido partner and you're married to someone with high libido, you wanna convert your need for that emotional nurturing that you wanna give your partner, convert it to sexual language for them. So maybe for you, you go up to your high libido partner and you whisper in their ear how sexy they are. Or you hold them close and you whisper in their ear what you want them to do to you later that night or where you want them to touch you later that night. So you convert your desire for that emotional connection and closeness, you convert it to their language, which is sexual, because that's how they experience love. So you gotta convert your language to your partner's language to become more effective at making them feel loved. So high libido partners, convert your language to emotional intimacy. Low libido partners, convert your language to sexual intimacy. The fourth way to avoid the standoff is commit to one step a day of meeting your partner's needs, even if yours are not met. One step a day. So what's this mean? So if you're a high libido partner and you're married to a low libido partner, Think about all the different ways you can nurture them emotionally. Here's some options. You could compliment them. Hey, you look so beautiful today. Or thank you so much for taking care of the kids last night. I really appreciated that. Any kind of compliment. That's one step you could take. Here's another step. You could say, let's spend some more quality time together. Let's turn off our phones tonight and let's just talk about the day Let's practice our head-heart check. What have you been thinking and feeling throughout the day? I'll share what I've been thinking and feeling throughout my day. Let's have some connection time. That's another option. Another option is affection. You could go up to your low libido partner and put your hands on their shoulders and give them a back rub. You could put your arm around their waist and pull them close and give them a kiss on their cheek. You can initiate cuddling, like, hey, let's cuddle tonight. Try to think about one step a day high libido partners, where you could step toward your low libido partner and fill up their bucket, even if yours is not filled. Now, if you're the low libido partner, here's some options, because you also want to be taking one step a day toward your high libido partner, making them feel loved, and it's going to be in a sexual realm. So here's some options. One option is you could flirt with them sexually. So maybe you flash some of your body when you're changing 
Or maybe you kind of rub up against them as you're walking by. Or maybe you send them a suggestive text with what color your underwear is that you're wearing that day. Or what you hope to do together with them sexually that night. Or maybe when they come into the room later in the night for head-heart check time, you're wearing lingerie. Think about what you could do as a low libido partner to take just one step in their direction sexually. Maybe you could tell them, hey, I'm open to everything above the waist tonight. Or maybe you could say to them, I'm open to anything manual below the waist tonight. Or I'm open to anything oral below the waist. Think about sexual contact as a buffet. It's not intercourse or nothing. It's a buffet. You have options. Pick and choose what you would be open to. Take that one step. So if both partners are doing this, they're each taking that one step toward the other each day, it creates a win-win. It creates a spirit of generosity. It creates a synergy where we're starting to love one another in the way our partner wants to be loved. And that's how you avoid the standoff. So those are the four steps. Number one, recognize the standoff. Number two, don't be passive. Don't sit there and just wait until your partner does everything perfectly correct before you step toward them. Number three, convert your language into the language with how they experience love. And number four, commit to doing one step per day to make your partner feel loved in the way they experience love. Thank you for listening to the Dr. Wyatt Show podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, be sure to click the five stars and leave a review. And remember, one of the best ways to express appreciation for this podcast, if it helps you, is to share it today with one other person. Maybe you can share it with a colleague. Maybe it's a family member. Maybe it's a friend. Maybe you post it on your social media account. In some way, try to share it with just one person because other people need hope. They need direction. They need to know how to improve their relationship. So if this has helped you, it could help them. So make sure you spread the message. That's the best way to say your appreciation for this podcast. For more marriage resources, be sure to go to my website, drwyattfisher.com. That's D-R-W-Y-A-T-T-F-I-S-H-E-R.com. And remember, your marriage is alive. So if you care for it and nurture it, it will grow. But if you deprive it and neglect it, it will wilt and die. The choice is up to you. Take care.